Hello and welcome to Nikon Report, your weekly roundup of all the latest Nikon news and all other photographic announcements that we found interesting. It's Constantine here and here is... Becky. Whoa, we have a great show for you today. We do indeed. Lots of ZFC news. Um, obviously, this is a camera that was announced last week. Yes. Much to our elation. And then the internet exploded. It was fantastic, actually. I mean, it exploded in multiple different ways. We had our own live stream on Friday, which some of you will probably have seen, where we had Rishi from Nikon uh, join us and talk all things ZFC. He actually brought the camera with him. Absolutely. But also prior to that, we had the video on the announcement day. Yeah. Which means we had a play with the camera before the announcement. Yeah, we were prepared. <laughs> it's our first one. Unusual for us. <laughs> Hopefully more to come. Uh, yes, exactly. But this also commends the Nikon shift in marketing decisions. So it seems like not just us, but there's a lot of places on YouTube release their videos, not just in UK, but United States as well. Mm -hmm. So again, we hope for more of this. Um, and then overall reception of the camera and 28mm lens, as well as 16 to 50 I don't mention 16 to 50 but 28mm lens has been very positive. It has, because the 28mm that comes with the ZFC, for those of you that haven't necessarily been paying attention, um, comes in a special edition version with this kind of retro-styled AI, AIS look mm -hmm. about it. The 28mm f2.8 hasn't actually been released as a lens on its own yet. In the UK, it's only available in kit form, so it's created quite a little bit of a buzz. Yes, it's, it's an interesting one because in some regions, this lens will be sold separately. Yeah. In the UK, we are not 100% sure. So at this moment, it's sold together with a camera. You can't buy it separately. But because it's available separately in other regions, so we hope that this will happen as well. Potentially. Uh, there is also a video of different colored ZFC bodies uh, at Nikon Tokyo Plaza on YouTube. We will link to that. Now, when the pre-announcement came out, we saw pictures of these multicolored ZFCs and we got quite excited until we found out they weren't going to be available in the UK. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. But the interesting thing about this, obviously, yeah, that video shows them the real cameras, first of all. So, because marketing images is very difficult to judge the color. Mm. Once you see it in kind of in the environment, yes. it gives much better idea. And those cameras, they look really good. They do. I mean, even the the sort of bubblegum pink one, as I call it, uh, looks really nice. And mm -hmm. the, the mint green looks lovely. Yeah, yeah, it would work well with my uh, pink beanie. Yes, it would. Yeah, it's my mm. wife's beanie, but that's fine. <laughs> I'll wear it wear with it. pride. <laughs> the thing about different colors, though, I've yes. done a bit of investigation on that because there wasn't clear information. Pictures of different colors of ZFC cameras are published on United States sneaking website. Mm. So, but again, no mention how they're going to be sold, etc. Yeah. Now, in Japan, there's no separate SKU for this camera. They actually launching a campaign, a pre-order campaign, when you buy the camera directly from Nikon, so they have their own Nikon Direct website in Nikon, Japan. Nikon store, Absolutely. essentially. And then you can specify what color you want, and they will replace it on your original ZFC. So what you do is you order the regular ZFC, then you specify the color. Mm. They don't charge you anything for it in the promotional period. Okay. And then ship it to you. They say there might be a delay on that, but they will do that for you. Normal fee, though, for that would be 4,950 yen. Which is how much? 
it's only £32.22. That's a bargain. In today's money. So essentially, you would order your ZFC and then you'd pay £32 thereabouts for them to give you a different coloured leatherette it's not really leather uh on your camera but instead they're saying we'll do this for free for the sort of introductory period which is which is nice actually very nice of them i wish that we would do the same here Mm -hmm. now here's a little bit of translated wording from their website so thanks google for that reception period uh due to limited number of units it will end as soon as the plant number of each color is released now that tells me are those limited edition colors or cameras mm. or it just means that it's a free replacement up to certain numbers reached and then you would have to pay for it so ah ah yes who knows who okay. knows so the translation doesn't fully clarify that but that is a very good thing to keep an eye out for particularly if you're from one of those regions or you're planning to order from one of those regions and you're looking for your bubblegum pink zfc uh then there may be a limitation on whether or not you can get it or at least whether or not you can get it for free yeah there as many as bubblegum pink cameras as you can get yes or can have as many as possible. Absolutely. You can never have too many. Probably would work well with Care Bears. <laughs> yes. And um, my little pony. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it says it will take about two weeks in addition to the scheduled delivery date for each ZFC product. Um, now, we are expecting them to be shipped on or around the 28th of July in the UK. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's the whole world, but it's usually around the same 24-hour period worldwide. So mm-hmm. it would be an extra two weeks after that. Absolutely. And then a couple more things that you need to be aware of. If you're in Japan, you have to be a member of uh, Nikon Imaging, which you can register for free. Mm. I believe they also send you a free desktop image, Nikon Image, for nice. free, you know, if you're a member. And there's normally a photograph of Mountain Fuji or a bluebell on the Mountain Fuji. <laughs> on a Mountain Fuji as opposed Absolutely. to Mount Fuji, which is... Mountain. Mount, Mount Fuji. Yeah, but it's just... Mount Fiji, Mount, anyway, mm. <laughs> Mount Fiji. Or a skyscraper. <laughs> oh, it's so it's like a free With stock image. With Mountain Fuji at the back, yes. <laughs> we don't call it mountain, we just say mount. Like we say mount, mount Everest or... Mountain. Yeah, but we don't say mountain. Why not? Because we don't, we say mount. We're the English people. Yeah. All right. Mount Kilimanjaro. It's, it's, it's all mount. We don't say mountain. Anyway, speaking of mountains, <laughs> if you like mountain Fuji or Mount Fuji per se, <laughs> uh, you can register as well. I try to. You just need to have a Japanese address. A hotel will do. Ah. And then you get a free desktop image every month delivered to your mailbox. Oh, that's cute. It's not bad, isn't it? But if you put a hotel in Japan, then they might send you your welcome pack there. I don't think they send anything. No, it's they normally email, don't. isn't it? Yeah, it's so, true. They probably don't. But this is an interesting one. Also, they say that they may withdraw this campaign um, without any further notice. Okay. So, you know, I would suggest you, you know, if you definitely want one, do that. I personally don't think them discontinued the colors. I think it will become so popular that they may just release additional SKUs and they will see which colors are the most popular. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, the bubblegum pink, I think, would be the most popular one, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think it's going to be the, the amber, as they yeah. call it, which is like the what? tan leather. Lapita mm. edition. They have put a few caveats as well. They've said since it is an order work, mm-hmm. thank you, Google Translate, you cannot change the color or cancel your order after applying. We do not accept returns um, due to the color of the color. <laughs> 
absolutely. The and color of the color. <laughs> and then they say that in the future, if the camera with the changed leatherette would need to go back, mm. if they have a stock of that color, because technically they would probably strip that leatherette while, when repairing the camera. So if they have the stock of the same color, they will replace it. But if they don't, they will give you an all, like different options. What mm. you can do Interesting. Or it may be returned to the black. Absolutely. Uh, Original which, and classy black. That's right. Do you think they will ever release an all black version? I think they might do a special, you know how we had the DF in all black, but with gold plating on mm -hmm. certain parts of yeah, it. In Japan. Yeah, in Japan only. So maybe they'll do an all black version of the ZFC with the gold. That's true. Now we have already two SE lenses available. So 50, original 51A GFS mm -hmm. special edition came with the Nikon DF. Now we have 28 SE. I think Nikon is dabbing into special editions, don't you think? Like was doing it for years. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many versions of M10 they have? It's oh. like 20 or so. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz edition is my favorite. <laughs> um, but I think Nikon is trying, kind of testing the waters. Yeah. And see what's going to come out of it. I personally think that we'll see a full black edition of Nikon ZFC. But that will depend on how popular the original model is. Yeah, I agree. And I think... Think it would be a nice thing to see as well they also have an interactive japanese website for which we will link uh, so if you are interested in getting your hands-on in the virtual world of the zfc then you can go and have a look at that speaking of getting your hands on the camera apparently it's going to be in short supply mm -hmm. now nikon issued an official apology notice uh, stating that Thank you for your continued patronage of Nikon products. We have received a large number of reservations for the ZFC and ZFC 28mm f2.8 Special Edition kits scheduled to be released in late July 2021. For some customers who are currently making reservations, it may take some time before the product is delivered. Mm -hmm. We sincerely apologize for any inconvenience caused to customers who are waiting for our products. We will do our utmost to deliver the product as soon as possible and we appreciate your understanding. Okay, so 28SE kit is yeah. the most popular one. Is it the most popular one at Grace? It is actually. I mean, shortly followed by the 16 to 50 and then the body only, mm -hmm. because I can understand some people just want the camera and they've already got their lenses. Mm -hmm. But the 28 is such a nice little lens and it's the only way that you can get hold of it. And it's a full-frame lens. That's true. So it kind of makes sense. Well, personally, that definitely would be my choice. But... Yeah. Um, gliding through Nikon rumors, <laughs> which could be a very interesting place. User Osius Much uh, replied to that article and he said, Nikon should work with their PR. Apple would have said, we have been overwhelmed by how good the ZFC has been received by our customers and has been reserved for better than expected. So it's been completely sold out. Yeah. Typical Japanese honesty. Yeah, that's right. And interestingly enough, the the Nikon Corporation, and actually a lot of Japanese corporations will lean towards the, um, we didn't expect an item to be so popular, mainly because they're a little bit more humble, I would say. <laughs> That's true. But, you know, you don't have to be shy about the things. You're no. releasing the products and you should expect them to be popular. Yeah. In my opinion, that obviously this announcement is not saying that we don't have the parts. No. They're saying the demand is so high that the initial release that will be produced before the launch, and they start to produce those cameras at least months or two mm -hmm. before the launch date, will, is already completely sold out. So some people who pre-ordered, let's say, late in the game, then they would have to wait a little bit. Yes, exactly. Now we have 
some comments from popular tech blogs such as Engadget who say Nikon ZFC mirrorless camera recalls the glory days of 35mm film. It has a small body and manual controls while sharing features with the Z50. Uh, Gizmodo say the Nikon ZFC is a slick mirrorless cam with a stylish retro design. The ZFC's design is inspired by classic film cams like the FM2, but with a modern DX class sensor. And even The Verge had something to say. They said Nikon's ZFC is a film camera revival in mirrorless form. The DF meets the FM2. Absolutely. And then the user of my Instagram noticed that I have been tested ZFC, uh, all black version. It's called FM3A. Mm, yes. And it shoots 35mm film. A few videos that we recommend from this release, uh, one of which is by the lovely Rishi from Nikon. Uh, his channel is called Rishi Talks. And his video is called the Nikon ZFC First Look slash sample images slash autofocus tests slash first impressions slash 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 <laughs> so that's kind of his hands-on review because he's had a prototype for quite a while now a good few weeks yeah i think in uk he probably was the only person who had the camera mm -hmm. and then dp review have a hands-on review or preview i should say on their dp review tv channel on youtube and obviously we have our dedicated ZFC videos, as well as Friday's live stream uh, with Rishi and also the podcast. Absolutely. Well, we discuss the camera in detail. Yes. All right. Now, in buried in all the announcements, there was a development announcement of 18 to 140 DX lens for Nikon Z mounts. Yes. For some reason, not many blogs reported that until about two or three days later. That's right, because um, the announcements came through at exactly the same time. And this is just a development release. It's not actually a product announcement yet. Um, they said that they have announced the development of the Nikkor ZDX 18 to 140 f3.5 to 6.3 VR. Mm -hmm. It's a high powered zoom lens for APS-C format Nikon cameras, which is DX in our terms. Uh, Obviously, it's mirrorless, and it is for the obviously the Z50 right now, the mm -hmm. ZFC, and eventually whatever else they might bring out. Hopefully, we're hoping for Z30. Absolutely. <laughs> so, do you think it's the development now? So, will we call it a trailer for the actual announcement where that's, we get all the specs? Yeah, that's basically it's it's almost like a teaser, not even a trailer. Do you know what I, I mean? See. Yeah, because because trailer will tell the whole story, isn't it? it usually. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't watch trailers anymore. No. So if you watch the teaser, it's got like a few seconds just to give you an idea, just to get you excited. Um, now, it is supposed to be very compact, very lightweight uh, and ideal for both stills and video. Yeah, we got, we're going to put some pictures up, but uh, in comparison of the lens, obviously done with the Photoshop, so not actually physical comparison of the lenses, but it looks like it's just slightly bigger than 2470 F4S lens, and it's just slightly smaller than 2400Z lens. Yeah. We also got more details on 28mm pancake lens. Yeah. Not a pancake. Not a pancake. Are they actually calling it a pancake? Because it's not a pancake. What defines the lens as a pancake, a part of actual company calling it a pancake? <laughs> that is the question. Because yeah. on the roadmap where it had the list under pancake, it said 28 and 40. But it doesn't say pancake on the lens. It's not actually one of the flat style of lenses. We've mm -hmm. seen one in our hands. Do you think they all call it crepe? <laughs> crepe. No, that's even thinner than a pancake. That's true. If anything, this is like waffle size, you know, it's mm -hmm. quite big. Uh, so would you say 28 SE waffle? Potato wedge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> between the prawns and cons and the potato. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so this 28mm lens we've now found is approximately 160 grams, mm -hmm. so very light. It has a length of approximately 43 millimeters, is f2.8, Obviously, it doesn't have VR. It's a 28 mil lens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I don't. It had. They haven't yet actually said what the front diameter is, but I was trying to remember what the prototype. I think it's 52. Yeah, it looks 52 it's to quite, me. Quite small. And then the minimum focusing distance is 19 centimeters, mm. which is pretty close. It is. Uh, it is not part of the S line series. I like how they put it as a feature. It's not part. But it's not <laughs> it, but it has actually. This is very confusing. I know that's why I put it there because this is a part of the feature list. <laughs> it's like, and it's not Japanese translated. This is the English press release. It's not part of the S line series, which has all this great stuff. Feature. It's actually not. It's not a professional camera. Feature. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It is designed with consideration of dust and drip resistance performance. So that means that obviously it's going to be somewhat weather sealed. Somewhat. Yay, a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it has, as all Z lenses have, a function ring, which can be used for manual focus, exposure compensation, easy ISO, aperture control. You can pretty much assign anything to that, yeah. that wheel. But it can be used as aperture ring if you want to as well. Yes. I like the fact that, I, I mean, I personally use manual focus, mm -hmm. kind of grab focus, so I would probably use it for that. But having an aperture control on the lens is quite nice too. Quite nice. And if you want more information on that, uh, DP Review again published hands-on article on that. Lucky them. Yeah. I want that as Where's well. Where's ours? We should start our own blog. Oh, we have one. Mm. <laughs> okay. Next up, Nikon published five Nikon NX Studio tutorials for their DigiTutor website. So if you've been getting to grips with NX Studio and you want a little help, then go and have a look at the link we've included in the description box and the podcast. Absolutely. Note. The first tutorial is how to install NX Studio on your computer. Is it? <laughs> really? <laughs> That's cute. The next one, how to launch NX Studio. <laughs> it's like, if you haven't actually used NX Studio yet because you didn't know how to yeah. download it. No, literally. Okay, well, the second one is better. It's called Basic Image Adjustments in NX Studio. So that's pretty good. That's useful. Speaking of different types of software and picture profiles, or some companies call it film simulation, mm -hmm. well, apparently they're not only available on Fuji cameras. They're also available on Nikon cameras, and they just called picture controls. There is a whole website, which is called nikonpc.com, which allows you to download a film profiles for your camera. So, so if you'd like your images to look like Kodak Portra or Fuji Velvia mm. or HP5 Plus Ilford, you can download those profiles and install it to your camera via Nikon Picture Control Utility. I love that. You should tell Sam because he said the whole reason that he's buying a Fuji X100V is because he he wants to try the film simulation. No, I let him buy the camera first I'm and like, then I'll surprise him. I'm like, but Nikon has that. And he's like, yeah, but, oh, no, but it's not the same. I'm like, but. But the thing is, because <laughs> the whole thing about Fuji where they're coming out, that the film simulations mm. is their whole marketing thing. Yes. And they talk about it every single time they release the camera. And they say, well, the previous version of the of this camera didn't have the simulation, so now you need to buy a new camera to get a new film simulation. Yeah, but it's just a picture control, basically. Exactly, and it only applies to JPEGs. Yes. So you can shoot RAW with the picture profiles, and now Adobe Lightroom and Capture One have some sort of profiles to support that. But technically, 
you can achieve similar results in the post-processing anyway, but if you want to shoot JPEGs like Becky, uh, you can download those things, install on your computer, yes. and then on your camera, and here you go. Nice. Slapping or, away. Or you can shoot raw. With a colored portrait. <laughs> Sorry, in a digital camera. Exactly. I think it's cool, actually, that Nikon do that and that it's available because, as you say, it's such a high selling point for, for Fuji cameras, but... Mm. A lot of us don't want to have a whole different system just to be able to yeah, film some. Spread the word. Spread the word, internet. Spread the word. <laughs> the next one up, Nikon released a new firmware update for Nikon Z 24-50 f4 to 6.3 lens. Mm. I just realized today that this lens actually exists. Yes, it does. It was the kit lens with the Z5. Which you reviewed, I think. I did review it. Yeah, there is a little review on YouTube. I spent a little bit of time with it. Um, they fixed an issue that lengthened startup times by a few seconds if the camera was turned on while the lens was in the process of being extended. Very specific fault. But um, anyway, they fixed that now. So never fear. Uh, Nikon have also said that they're going to stop including the EH7P charging adapter with the Z7 and Z7 II cameras due to a parts shortage. Now, this is actually generally only available with the full kit if you buy the lens and the FTZ over mm -hmm. here in the UK with the Z7 and the Z7 II. So parts are not available. We can't put them in the boxes. Yes. It's not clear if this decision has been made only for Japan-released cameras mm. or will it affect um, everyone globally, as well as UK and United States. Yeah. So far, we are getting EH7Ps inside our cameras. Yeah, so we will see what happens with the next deliveries after July 1st. Apparently. Stay tuned. All right, more Nikon Z patents registered in Japan. Now, uh, thanks, Woody, for sharing this room with us and pointing in the right direction. So not only Tom can share articles about patents anymore. That's right. This one's an interesting one because it's Nikon's patent application using global shutter only for autofocus. Now, global shutter mm -hmm. is an important thing for videographers. Yes. Because when you're rec recording, let's say, a panning motion or any movement where the camera is moving, the standard rolling shutter, as we call it, may create a jelly effect. And on some cameras, especially the first generation of cameras, like D90, yes. which was a first DSLR with video function in it, mm -hmm. um, this effect is quite pronounced. So you're basically effectively getting the jelly effect. Mm -hmm. Now, global shutter eliminates this problem, and it's currently only available in very expensive a video cameras yes. so for video work yeah now in my opinion the rolling shutter is probably will be the biggest advancement in stills photography in the next three to five years interesting so having this patent that Nikon applied for is very interesting so it's been um filled on july the first uh and it says it is a rolling shutter when shooting, but it seems that some global shutters are used during autofocus. I personally think it's not the case. I think if you do have a global shutter, it applies to everything, but we will see how it goes. More patents from Japan. On 24th of June, there was also patent application for 10 to 50 f3.5 to mm. 5.6 lens and 10 to 30 f3.5 to 5.6 lens. However, for Nikon Type 1 sensor. Now, it can go different ways here. Yes. So, we talked about one inch sensor, not mm -hmm. Nikon 1, but remember that sensor that can shoot in the dark and produce very clean image quality. And yes. it's supposed to be released for industrial applications. Yes. That's route number one. The route number two, that this lens is actually designed for ZDX mounts. And it's just, you know, the translation is not clear. So, 
two ways we will leave it at that obviously it may take years for actually lenses to materialize but it's an um, interesting patent regardless I like the sound of a 10 to 30. Nikon announced a reorganization of subsidiaries in Singapore, which uh, I don't know how that affects us, but anyway, it's worth knowing. So Nikon Singapore PTE Limited, mm -hmm. which provides sales and servicing of cameras, microscopes, and measuring instruments and maintenance and servicing of semiconductor lithography systems, will merge with Nikon Asia Pacific PTE Limited, which manages finance, accounting, legal affairs, and tax, aiming to improve business efficiency and drive operational excellence fantastic so Nikon Singapore PTE LTD will continue as remaining company mm -hmm. good for them Nikon restructuring yada 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 Nikon Japan helps people in need now they have said that they would like to express their deeper sympathies to all those who suffered the disaster called caused by heavy rain from the 1st of July and pray for the earliest possible recovery. If your favorite Nikon product becomes defective due to this disaster, we will give you a special discount of 50% on the repair fee, which uh, is very good of them. Absolutely. The next one up is uh, Isadora Romero announced as we know Photo Reportage Award of 2021. Yeah, so Isadora Romero is an Ecuadorian freelance visual storyteller based in Quito. Her work focuses on human identities, gender and environmental issues and has been exhibited in Europe and the Americas. She has been awarded the prestigious prize of £2,000 for her project Muyu Lab, a documentary series about the conservation of agrobiodiversity in Ecuador mm -hmm. from a scientific and ancestral perspective and the positive impact for the environment and future generations. So well done, that photographer. The Maryland Stafford Reproduction Award of £2,000, facilitated by Photo Document and generally supported by Nikon UK, is granted annually to a professional woman photographer towards the completion of a compelling and cohesive documentary photo essay, which addresses an important social, environmental, economic or cultural issue, whether local or global, that has focused on positive solutions. Haida released a new rear lens ND filter kit for the Nikkor Z14-24 f2.8s lens. Okay, which includes four ND filters there. So 0.9, 1.2, 1.8, and three stops filter. Nice. Now, the good thing about those filters is that they go not at the front of 1424 lens, but on the back. Yes. Which means you've got all this space at the front, nice and empty. Excellent. Uh, they are currently available in B&H in New York, but who knows? Maybe they will be available in other places too on the, on the internet. Absolutely. Speaking of other third parties, Wheel Trucks updated firmware of their H5 1.8 lens, which is autofocus. The only autofocus third-party lens on Z-mount. Yeah, Rishi reviewed that one, didn't he? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's actually priced um, about $399, which is not too bad. Bargain. Not as good as H5 1.8 S lens, but on the budget might be a good choice. So what they did is they solved the problem of abnormal wake-up on standby mode mm -hmm. and also improved the exposure accuracy when shooting with small aperture. No reviews this week? Uh, none at all. Because so many hands-on with the ZFC and 28 lens. Mm. And I think the 105 reviews are going to pop up soon. I mean, we had a bunch of them, but I think we will start to get more users publishing their own reviews. So there's more to come there, as well as SIPA numbers that just been published, but we will dissect them next week. Where's our reviews on like the 2470 and stuff? We filmed reviews. Where we are they? We filmed. They're still coming. 
Still in the oven. We should should do anyway. Cool. I think our reviews are in a slow cooker for <laughs> yeah. years. <laughs> so they like to mature. <laughs> exactly, like mature cheddar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a mature cheddar. Okay. Yeah. So let's get straight to weekend and read and watch the couple things there. So Dino Bites by Gordon Lane YouTube channel published a video called Nikon Coolpix 100. 25 years later, it was the first. Coolpix camera ever released by uh, Nikon, and there's a retro review of it. Wow, I love it. Next up, we have badges and macro photography. <laughs> so it's like random, throw two words together. Badges and macro photography. Badges and macro photography by Morton Hilmer. It's a great channel on Nikon wildlife photography. Do go check that out. So if you're into wildlife, macro, and badges at the same time, he's the YouTube channel to visit. In person. Um, this great review by the Fablographer was mm-hmm. published um, actually on the 16th of July last year, but it was brought to our attention on the live stream last week. It's called The Nikon DF Was Ahead of Its Time and Now We Need More Cameras Like It. Uh, I have had a review of that. It's a great article, actually. And luckily, we now have more cameras like it. That's right. Uh, now, next up, we have What is a Great Bird Photography Rig by Moose Peterson on his YouTube channel. We also would like to just mention that Moose has an aviation seminar coming up. Uh, it's actually being held on the 31st of July and on this kind of unique one-time thing, he's going to be both teaching a class in front of a live audience and also broadcasting it live around the globe. It will be more in depth than his book Take Off and all the blog posts um, combined. There will be no questions left unanswered. So if that is something that you would be interested on, please do head over to his website where um, he actually has under his blog forward slash aviation seminar. The link will be in the description box below. Stop talking, Becky. (laughs) All right. And I believe it's going to be located in Tulsa, Oklahoma in the United States. Nice. So if you're around, call Moose and book it in. If you are interested in uh, joining in with that, there is actually a link on Moose's website. We'll also pop the link in the description box and in the podcast notes. But it sounds like it's going to be about four and a half hours plus of tuition so pure aircraft photography knowledge yeah so well worth having a look at and uh, do check out his channel if you haven't already because it's also very very good now i wish i would be in the united states myself because i'm a keen airplane pilot mm-hmm. on microsoft flight simulator oh. 2020 i've got my stick and everything very very good normally i come home from grace and then you go and fly a plane put a helmet on Put my aviator glasses and off I go into the clouds. Maverick. Two hours later, I'm in Moscow. (laughs) Oh my God. And thanks for joining us today. If you've got a rumor to share, do send it to media at graceoversminster.co.uk. Yeah, and if you have any news you would like us to share on the or reviews or YouTube videos that you think we should talk about on our podcast we'd be happy to do so same place for that absolutely and do give us like and subscribe and share review on podcast platforms because it opens it up to a lot more people yes thank you very much for watching and or listening we will see you next week for another riveting edition of the nikon report but before we go we're gonna find becky on oh no don't find me <laughs> find me on instagram at rebecca underscore Whoop, and you
Konstantin Kochkin on Instagram. Nice and easy. Have a great week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.